It's a blessing to me that we should meet. Let me thank each in a seat and even those on their feet. See, I didn't think we'd be doing this back in 2003. But hey, here we are on live stream Podbean. Let's hit it off like 80s melodies from Aretha and Tina T. You know that R-E-S-P-E-C-T that allows one to listen and the other to speak. If we seek, we can find the pod poet that's inside. However, we should remember a poem doesn't have to rhyme and it can be a full page or just a few chat lines. You can be grown or a child. You or I may have the words the divine uses to save lives. But however you spend your time, right now, we are live. Welcome to the pod, Poets Lounge, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. You are listening to Knockwell Poetry, a.k.a. Host. Thank you for checking out another episode of the Spoken Word and Poetry Game Show. Yes, yes. Appreciate you guys coming through. Joining us again are not one, two, but three charmingly artistic souls here and ready to let it go and vibe out with me. Playing some Pod Poets trivia. They're going to spit a little fuego. Smoke it up in here a bit. And of course, we'll get to know them a little bit deeper. So say hello to our panelists in the chat. Let them feel that love. Sit as close as you want. I always remind you there is no social distancing here. None of that is in order. Just get comfortable and be ready to listen with an open mind and an open heart. So without further delay, please give a pod poet's welcome to Mariah Scott. Welcome, Mariah, and joining us as well, B. Elise. Yes, yes. Ladies, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. That was a wonderful introduction. You're very welcome. That was a wonderful introduction. I'm glad you liked it. My pleasure. My pleasure. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yo, I'm so excited. I'm ready to have a good time and chill with you guys um, yeah. tonight. Yes. Um, everyone who's checking it out, thank you so much for tuning in once again. I know in the description, tonight's episode says that we are uh, also going to be joined by Nala uh, underscore 143 on IG, um, a.k.a. Tamani Rain. Um, she is expected to join us a little bit later on um, when everything that she's dealing with right now gets sorted out. Uh, so we'll keep her in mind and look forward to her joining us. Um, But yes, uh, we definitely want to meet our artists. Woo! Mm. (laughs) So, let me say welcome to the show, Mariah Scott. Thank you, thank you for accepting the invitation. Appreciate it. Now you are, you're very welcome. You are very welcome. I I hope it wasn't too short a notice um, getting... You know what I mean? Getting prepared and everything. But I'm so thankful that you are, you're able to um, to set the time aside uh, to do this and, and chill. Um, you are a writer. Um, you're a thought leader. You're a singer, educator, and talk show host. 
tell us where you're from, a little bit about how your journey into becoming a performer and a professional began. Of course. So I am originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, mm. And I, yes, so I'm originally, I'm a Midwestern baby. Um, and I moved <laughs> here in, um, I believe it was like 2015. So it was right after grad school. So I did my mm -hmm. uh, grad school at Syracuse University and I got my mm -hmm. degree in arts administration. Um, but it okay, wasn't awesome. until probably about three years ago um, that mm -hmm. I really stepped foot back into performing. So I've been writing for okay. a very long time. Um, okay. However, I I was kind of like at a rock and a hard place because I was really trying to know and understand about really just kind of like going forward and really following my passion versus uh, remaining mm -hmm. in my safety net. And my safety net is, you know, working a nine to five. I know there's consistent money coming in. I know, right. you know, it's not something where it's more risky where I'm trying to figure out, you know, what are those sustainable income revenues? So right. um, I was able to mix both of them. I have a business mindset and therefore I'm able to be more strategic on the artistry mm -hmm. sound. But I also mm -hmm. love and have a passion for not just writing, but also using my art to be a catalyst for change in the lives of others. Yeah. Amazing. Dope, dope, dope. Um, do you have uh, something that you can share with us? I do. I do. Okay. Um, so I am going to do a poem off of my poetry album that I released back in March um, called okay. Evolution Love. And so one mm, of the beautiful title. There, yeah, thank you. Um, I really wanted to, the project really uh, goes back to really just being able to share with my audience um, mm -hmm. what it really to become and also this idea of evolving, evolving into, you know, self, the woman that you, for me, the woman that I really want to be. And so mm -hmm. I really decided to share my personal journey um, mm -hmm. about me growing and not just my my relationship with myself but my relationship with my others with others and building those positive mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. habits and healthy relationships yes. so the poem that i'm going to share is um very dear to me it's called yeah. dear x um okay and yeah i'm just gonna go ahead and share it yeah the mic is yours love <laughs> dear x or easy. If I could write poetry with my scar, it would form a picture of you. You who preyed on my insecurities just to push your agenda, I've mistaken my anxiety for butterfly. Last on to your cocoon of lies for the last time. It is funny how I made space for you. Decorated your body with my bed sheets so often I forgot what self-love looked like. I forgot what pairing of hearts to soul felt like so I relied on your touch to make me feel wanted. Your words of affirmation became the foundation in which I measured the completion of my novel. I gave you access mm. to my book. When you weren't even deserving of a chapter, you abused my trust, manipulated my body and believing your touch could somehow heal my internal wounds, had me question who I'd be without you and I've made excuses for you. Told myself that such a warm-blooded being could never be so cold-hearted. 
I accepted your apologies as prayers that could somehow make me feel whole again the other reason. You're the reason I had to forgive myself for believing. My self-portrait wasn't beautiful until I saw you in it. You're the reason I had to readjust my spine to prevent myself from bending over backwards where you shelved your boxes to erase the mornings of memories. I would downpay my confidence just to seek your approval in my life so that yours could shine brighter. I fell in love with you. And you managed to fall in love with our potential, reducing to an option. But I deserve to be my main choice. I am tired. I am tired of waking up, staring myself in the mirror, relying on you to clothe my skin and beautiful because your opinion matters to me more than my mm. own. I am tired of mm. feeling less than because you were my enough. I am worthy, valued, simply because of who I am and not because of what you think. I used to write love letters to you to remind myself of what forgiveness was like. And now I write love letters to myself to remind me of what internal validation feels like. So dear, internal mm. validation. If I could write poetry with my scar, it would look mm. a lot like you. Thank you. Mm. I truly love that piece. It is delightful. You're welcome. Um, definitely, definitely took me there as far as growth. Um, going inward um i love the line about what self i think self-validation looks like um mm -hmm. I, I love that piece i really do um delightful thank you thank you so so very much appreciate that more to come ladies yeah, that and was amazing gentlemen. i'm sorry because you that was amazing that's okay that <laughs> <laughs> give it up one more time for sure yes now be elise you got good taste evidenced by you agree with me just now with that right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <but laughs> I, I just want to say peace be at least and welcome um, to the Pod Poets Lounge you are a singer rapper um, I know you've done some TV and acting as well um, I, I consider you at this point like a really true a true entertainer um, on your website um, be uh, beelisaofficial.com which you guys need to go check out um, you say that you embrace uh, embrace your passion um, and quote I've never wanted to do anything but music it's essential to my day-to-day -day life please tell us tell the folks uh, where you're from and what you think sparked that zeal and uh, continues to fuel that passion that's inside of you well, um, one, thank you so much once again for having me. You know, you on the are show. welcome. Really, really mm -hmm. is a pleasure. Um, Happy to I'm have from, you. Yes, um, I'm from Queens, New York, born and raised. Mm -hmm. um, Queens in the building. You already know. <laughs> the money. Um, I've never, um, there was never a spark. I just never remembered wanting to do anything else. Um, mm. My memory goes back from. I can remember everything from the age of three and, mm -hmm. and I, I don't remember wanting to do anything else. I remember being three and that always has just been in my heart. So, um, wow, super young. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm just following down that line, trying to pursue my, uh, my dreams, you know, just trying to go for it. So. Got you. So from, from that young age, it's that fire continues to be 
your combustion engine has just got you get you going when it comes to moving your pen getting it getting in the studio whatever you need to do um i think that's a beautiful thing um yeah especially you just really like settle you settle into your gift um in a way that it just it just feeds you um that's lovely um so do you have something you can share with us i certainly do um I actually, you know, like we we discussed personally, I, I used to do poetry, so yes, I actually do want to share a piece. All right, you know, it's nothing, nothing crazy, but <laughs> <laughs> it's something. Um, yeah, I have a couple pieces that I don't mind sharing, but I'll just I'll just share this this one. Hold on. Okay. The pod poet that's inside. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I was gonna perform something else, but then I was like scrolling through, just scrolling through my notes, and I literally mm-hmm. just found this one. <laughs> so that's I speaking I wanna, to you. I think yeah. I think I want to do this one instead. All right, so bet. I'm just gonna go with it. <clears throat> I know you doubt yourself, but where would you be without yourself? Look how far you've come. You started in the hood and made it out yourself. You walk out that door every day and you tight your belt. With your vision in the front of your mind, you go and seldom stop for help. But there's a bigger vision that you meditate on. You don't hesitate on. You soar to that dream like you got a cape on. And you never give up even though you know it takes long. Keep getting your pace on with your better face on. It's pretty, so they hate on. Your resilience help you stay strong. These trying times always fade on. What you focus on plays on, so play on. Don't get that game wrong. Fear is really a distant, but your friends acting different, then you question everything. Your psyche broken down in minutes. They want to snatch you by your inches. They're reaching. Their reach is always missing, moving with the quickness. Check out the swiftness. Best thing in the world, young, black, and gifted. Best thing in this world, young, black, and gifted. That's it. It really should. Mm. Still yeah. got that passion, man. <laughs> this is what it comes to. Yeah. Young, black, and gifted. <laughs> dope, dope. I like that piece. I like that piece, hardcore. How old is that piece? Um, pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> Like five years, like five years. Okay, okay. That's when the last said. I, that's the last date. But you know how you go back and you fix stuff. So it's yeah, oh man, I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, I got these pieces. I just can't finish them. Yeah, because I, I go back and I'm like, I tweak, tweak, tweak. Um, I could definitely relate. Back, yeah, back. So, All right, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you for sharing, ladies. And again, more to come. Everyone, I appreciate you guys tuning in one more time to the Pod Poets Lounge. We are getting ready to get into our trivia. All right, so round one. You guys have your uh, trivia hats all adjusted? Everybody's I'm ready. ready to go. I'm ready. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. Scott, okay. All right. Lovely. All right, we're still waiting for... Uh, uh, Tamani. So as soon as she's here, we're going to throw her right in. I'm going to hit her with a question. Um, so here we go. Um, round one, I'm going to explain the game to you. It's pretty easy. I'm going to read the question 
Um, and then the choices. Uh, you just lock in your choice and then tell me what you think the correct answer is. Um, so one point uh, for a correct answer. Uh, and we're going to start with like some general questions. And then in round two um, and round three, uh, I'll have some categories for you guys to choose from. So are you ready for your first question? Actually, I'm going to give you a test question. You ready for the All test right. question? Ready, ready, ready. Yeah. All right. Hollywood poets. The following people are both actors or actresses and also poets. A, Jill Scott. B, Lauren Hill. C, Yes and Bay. D, Common. The question is, who do I like better? Who do you like better? Yes. Oh, because <laughs> I thought he was about to say which one of them are poets like, oh. and acting, acting. I'm like, wait, all of them. All of them. <laughs> what you mean? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, that's a trick one. That's a trick one. That's a trick first question. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, I, I would, I would say know the answer. Who would probably, you say? Probably. Uh, I see you get this. You know nope. what I'm saying? No, no, okay. no, no. Okay. All right, I would have. Okay, all right. So this is this is my answer. Um, yeah. And I'm just gonna go on a little limb here, based off of like your style and what you're into. Um, I feel like it's one of the women. I feel like okay. it's one of the. Okay, I got close. All right. <laughs> okay. This is a test question. Shoot, what, what what did you think? A or B? You're right. It is one of the women, and I don't know how you deduce that, but okay, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll give um, it to you. Is it A? <laughs> it's actually uh, it's actually Lauren Hill. Actually, uh, Lauren Hill. What is all good? All right, all right. Now here we go. Now this is. This is worth points, okay? We're getting serious now. Okay. All right. <laughs> Round one. First question. Here we go. Either one of you can answer. The first black poet to win the Pulitzer Prize was A, Jill Scott, B, Maya Angelou, C, Gwendolyn Brooks, or D, Asada Shakur. Gwendolyn Brooks. Okay, we've got a Gwendolyn Brooks from Mariah. I'm gonna say Maya. I really don't know that one. I'm gonna guess Maya, Maya Angelou. All right, well. Completely different person in my head, and you didn't even mention the guy, so I was like, I don't know. I I think I know who you were talking about, too. I think you're going based off of in the recent news, a black male did win a Pulitzer Prize. No, no, no. I was, um, um, I forgot his name, but he was, um, part of the civil rights movement, but he was, he was gay. He was a comedian. Oh. Uh, James oh, Baldwin? Yeah, him. Was well, he a comedian too? James Baldwin? I didn't know that. Yeah. This man was an entertainer, like, but yeah. he, he did everything. Oh, okay. And he was a poet, Good to know. So. I know he was, I know he was, he was dynamic. I know he was like a, a serious thinker, especially when it came to race relations. And that's what um, people know him for, but he was, he was an yeah. entertainer. So, dope. I, I learned so much. 
talking to people on this program. Um, it's one of the true delights. So here we go. We got uh, one point. Rise on the board. All right. Ready for the next question. Here we go. Who wrote Why the Caged Bird Sings? Is it A, Zora Neale Hurston, B, Maya Angelou, C, Jewel Pukram, or D, Carol Barnes? Maya Angelou. That was the easy one. I said Maya off rep before you even I said. <laughs> I said you, I you heard it. I said, I said it was so low. I said, think I thought I heard something. Who? All right, awesome. That's what's up. All right, B. Elise is on the board. Yes, that was Maya Angelou. So both of you guys got that. All right. So was this a? All right. I don't know if this is easy or not yet, but let's see. I got another one coming at you. <clears throat> Okay. You know what? Let's see. Next question. They say no US you gotta find find me in rhyme. So I say something, it's right it's gonna be a line that rhymes, and you gotta just tell me who said it. Uh Beatrice, thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Here we go. Question. They say no US president ever looked like me. I said yes we can and made history. Is that A, Obama, or B, Trump? Obama. <laughs> Obama. Obama. Yes. All right. I feel like that was a really easy one. All right. Here's a little bit, something a little bit more challenging. Andrew Marvel once argued in one of his poems that death awaits time advances so a lady should let him seduce her which poem was it was it a don juan b to his coy mistress c for whom the bell uh, tolls or d unending love the yes, uh, A was Don Juan, B was to his coy mistress, C was for whom the bell tolls, and D was unending love. I'm gonna like guess it. Which one was that, Mariah? I feel like it's C. C or D you saying? C is in cat. C is in cat. I feel C's like you told me yeah. the answer in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I try to do that. <laughs> All right, so you're going with C. How you feeling, B Elise? What you thinking here? Mr. Marvel. Um, so a lady should let him seduce her. What poem is this? I'm going to guess Don Juan. Okay, eh? Yeah. Unfortunately, both of you guys got that one wrong. It was B. It was B. This one was B. And what was B? What was B again? Uh, To his coy mistress. Mm. Yeah. All good, all good. That's not real Don Juan ish. You know what I'm saying? That's not like, you know. (laughs) 
Yeah, I can you know where, you know what I mean? Like, you smooth, motherfucker, you. <laughs> like, what you talking about? For sure, I can see that. I can see that. Um, next question. In the 1993 hit film Poetic Justice, Janet Jackson writes poetry to deal with the loss of her. Is it A, mother, B, homegirl, C, father, or D, boyfriend? Boyfriend. That's B. Elise. We got boyfriend. How are we feeling, Mariah? I want to agree with Elise and say boyfriend. Boyfriend. <laughs> Listen, Tupac is my favorite. <laughs> All right. Is, is it right? That is correct. Yep. Listen, I remember because then he then he get like killed in the begin. Listen, come on, two thousand is my favorite rapper. I love that guy. So you know I watched that movie, and then I think yeah, that was my father's. Tupac. I think that was my father's favorite movie. Like, um, yeah. Before I knew, I knew before I knew Tupac as a rapper, I I knew his mm-hmm. face as an actor. I didn't know mm. his movies. I just knew him as an actor because mm-hmm. my father would play his movies. So I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. not black actor. Until I heard like mm-hmm. one of his songs, I was like, can I go to his concert? They like he died. What are you talking about? I'm like, oh gosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I cried, but yeah. Very relatable. Um, I know uh, for me growing up, um, actually Michael Jackson uh, was kind of like an idol for me. Um, my sister was the one playing him in my house mainly, and um, I remember uh, sort of like thinking to myself, like, oh man, you know, I wish I had even had a chance to kind of like meet him um, in some capacity or be in the same space. Um, <clears throat> and it was for dancing primarily um, just because I love dancing. I love dancing. All right. Yes, yes. Tupac left an Im- indelible mark on us uh, for real. Yes, yes, One yes. of my favorite uh, individuals as well. Jackson, beyond his. Yeah, yo. And then man, some, some of these things go beyond art, uh, the influence that these people have. Um, so that's what's up Currently on the scoreboard B. Elise, you've got three points Mariah I've got four points for you We're gonna Get a couple more questions out of this round And uh, let me just take a moment To welcome Beautiful Chaos Thank you, thank you for joining, appreciate it And the rest of the folks listening as well Appreciate you tuning in to the Pod Poets Lounge Just wanna remind you uh, that this is your game show, the spoken word and poetry game show like no other. Joined every week by three amazing artists that come to chill, talk, and have some fun. And the fun shall continue. I've got another question for you, ladies. Here we go. Okay. Under Milkwood was a radio drama by the Welsh poet Dylan Thomas. It later became A, a best-selling book, B, a stage play, C, a movie, or D, literary course in college. A movie? The Elise is thinking movie, okay. Mariah, how you feeling? How you feeling out there? I feel like it wasn't a movie. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I'm leaning more towards academia. Towards which one? Academia. So um, I want to say a literary course. Mm, okay, very good guess. Very good guesses. Um, both of you are wrong right here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, this this actually turned out to be a stage play. It was turned into a stage play. Yes, okay. yes. Under Milkwood. Yeah. Okay. So, scoreboard's the same. One more question. One more question for you. Here we go. Jump around. Ba -ba -boom. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. I want you to tell me who said this. You want to fly, you got to give up the shit that weighs you down. Was that A, Tupac Shakur? Was it B, Viola Davis? Was it C, Vince Carter at the NBA Slam Dunk Championship? Or was it D, <laughs> or was it D, Miss Toni Morrison? Miss Toni Morrison. You got a Toni Morrison from the sky. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with that too. Facts, facts, facts. You guys got it. Are y'all teaming up? What's going on here? Nah, no? I just no. know. I know that poetry. You got, you got me stubby on, you know, some stuff, but I know that poetry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, y'all are killing it. Um, we are. Yeah, I think we're gonna wrap up the round with that right now. Yes, yes. First round out of the way. You guys doing your thing. How you feeling? How you feeling now that the first round's out of the way? I'm feeling good. You know, I, I think I shared with you in private that I definitely felt like I had to phone in the friend. And then I started hitting clearing questions <laughs> and I felt more confident that I knew this. So I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. And be Elise, where you at? How you feeling right now going into uh, the next round? I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Um, a question for you, uh, Mariah. I want to know where is, I don't know if you have a favorite time, but do you have a favorite time or a favorite place to write? I do have a favorite time. And there's actually a funny backstory to this. Um, so mm. I, I've been writing for uh, quite some time, like I said before, and um, I remember having like a moment, a spark of creativity, and I find myself mm -hmm. having sparks of creativity when it's late at night, so I mm. remember being in high school, and I had an idea for a poem, and I snuck mm -hmm. downstairs of the house uh, to the living room, and I just like started writing, and I had the light on, and it was like 3 a.m., and I think my mom heard somebody in the house and like he came down with like, you know, like what should have been a weapon. Um, mm -hmm. And I was, and she was like ready to like, you know, pounce her. She was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm writing. <laughs> she's like, yeah, you're crazy. I don't know anybody else who has, she was like, that's your creative stuff talking. I don't know anybody else who have these moments. It's 3 a.m. You got school in the morning. I was like, I know, but it's the poem. It's speaking to me, mom. And she's like, whatever. <laughs> When you're done, go back to bed. So, like, I find myself, like, I intentionally write um, yeah. really, really at night. And to me, okay. it's the most 
peaceful, it's the most time mm-hmm. where I just like, you know, have peace to myself and be in peace of mind. So I definitely yeah. do that. Very, very relatable. Um, I like writing at night as well. Um, I, I also, I also kind of like the morning, like when it's one of the first things that I do in the morning with like a little bit of water. Um, I just go find my spot. Um, I don't know. The brain is, is it's just, it's just firing a little sunlight in the eyes. Um, I want to know also if you're the type, do you prefer a pen or do you like to type when you're writing? I am so old school. Um, I do everything with a pencil. I'm probably okay. one of the few people who still use pencils. Um, but yeah, so I, because I do a lot of, I go through probably like 10 rough drafts before I feel like a okay. piece is willing to share in public. And yeah. so I'm constantly doing like a stream of consciousness and, and thinking mm-hmm. that it's just constantly erasing. So for me, mm-hmm. like writing with a pencil is probably the best thing for me. Mm-hmm. Do you have, um, like, a? I know it's kind of maybe a tough question, but do you have a favorite poem? Like, when you ask that question, what's the first poem that may, may come to mind? I have a favorite poem. Ooh. I feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, and are you talking, and make, let me be more specific. Are you talking from a, a poet or are you talking about a favorite poem that I wrote myself? It can be something that that you've written. It can be something that someone else has written. It's a poem that you might have, you might even like read from time to time, because it has that effect on you. A memorable poem that you might consider a favorite, one of, or one of your favorite poems. Hmm. Okay. Um. So I I can't I can't drill it down and say that I have like a a favorite poem um, okay. from like a, a an artist. I know a poem for me myself that I've written um, that really okay. speaks to me every single time. Um, okay. And that poem is called "Love of a Father," and I really love it. Love, like, love of a father. Love of a father. Okay. Um, so it's a tribute to my father, but it also discusses. Um, the this idea and this importance behind um, parents willing and and willing to be vulnerable with their children, and mm-hmm. how that allows children to really understand and process grievances, understand and process their own emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like you know parents every single time to be like breaking down in front of their children, but also mm-hmm. understanding and acknowledging that we're all human. And there's going to be mm-hmm. moments where, you know, we're not okay. So, you know, my father as a black man, he was just willing to be vulnerable in front of me, in front of his other mm-hmm. children. Uh, mm-hmm. My sibling is like really just showed me that, you know, him saying it and, you know, my mother saying it like, hey, it's okay mm-hmm. to not be okay. By mm-hmm. them doing it, they need permission to do it as well. And yeah. I think that's important when when we're discussing you know black masculinity and what that looks like within the different mm-hmm. spaces and the facets we operate. Mm-hmm. Um, important conversations to be had. Uh, absolutely. Um, I also wanted to ask you, um, what comes to mind when you hear the term a poet's poet? A poet's poet. Mm-hmm. 
that sounds like um that sounds like you're kind of um standing you're kind of having like an out of body experience you're kind of like mm-hmm. something um where you're kind of like the onlooker um mm-hmm. which is kind of like a weird concept to me because I, I feel like there is those who say poetry and those who stand in it and mm. so i personally believe that i make it a, a a duty of mine to stand in my poetry and not mm-hmm. make that disconnect happen i don't want to mm-hmm. be I don't want to be an image for you. And I know a lot mm-hmm. of people take on an identity and mm-hmm. present that identity. Um and they're not, you know, they share stories, but um sometimes it's it's not that it's not their own. It's just it's mm-hmm. this character that they created. Um mm-hmm. and the thing about me is I'm always sharing things that are personal connections to me. Either I've experienced myself or people mm-hmm. who are close to me have experienced and I've witnessed. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, don't knock anybody who's doing character poems, but I'm the type of person who tends to stand in my poetry. Mm, beautifully said. Um, I, I love that idea. Um, do you have another piece that you can share with us? I do, um, and this is actually a piece that is a part of my poetry collection that I'm uh, getting published by the end of the year. We all kind of this. Um, so I decided awesome. to come up with a poetry collection um, around that Black masculinity, and it's called Lessons mm-hmm. of Father's Tears Taught His Daughter. So um, mm. this piece is really based off of um, two major events that you know I witnessed in my life. The first one was uh, when we lost um, this last summer um, my father's second mom and my uncle within the span of mm-hmm. a month um, mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing black men grieving. And then I saw that mm-hmm. same, you know, kind of process when Kobe Bryant died and this was on a national mm-hmm. scale. So mm-hmm. I decided to write a poem about when black boys cry. So. Lovely. I want to hear it. This poem is called Tears of Grace. Mm. His world stands still again. As he swallows tongue to hold back his screams and fear the sound erupting from his vocal cords would seem less human. When black boy cries, the weight of his head heavy, like the pride that sits between his shoulder blades, the sound of his mourning, patterns untuned organ coupled with Mahalia Jackson hymns sung at the hem of black boy's tombstone when black boy cries. His presence casts a shadow his body is forced to collapse into. His lungs, a vacuum that decompresses all emotion when black boy cries. He submits to his tears, padded to the roots of his existence, his presence. No longer stains the room like an eight o'clock shadow. It takes a black man's death to notice a black boy's life when black boy cries. And his head lowers further than the sycamore branches he resembles. At his gaze, they fixated on the man he once knew as he's forced to watch legacy, idol, friend, hugged us for the last time. That's mm. end piece? Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, so I've workshopped this piece. I've been part of a writing workshop um, mm-hmm. every Thursday, and we're all working towards you know, our own poetry collection. 
Um, yeah. This piece to me is like three to four stanzas from being done. I'm going to say that. Okay. Um, okay. So it, it is sort of incomplete, but I felt like it was complete enough to share. Yeah. Um, so yes. you guys are getting like a little taste of a working hey. process and a poetry. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that. That's a lovely piece. Uh, I love the content. Yeah. Um, those poems really speak to me um, as a black man. Um, I often um, have no choice but to sort of um, reflect in a different way, I think, than anyone else um, hearing um, a piece like that, um, because it really it really does speak to to my experience um, uh, as as a father. You know, I have a son, I have a daughter. Um, and I, I, I love actually how how like conversations um art like your poem um sort of ventilates um those matters um sort of ventilates that reality um and i think it's it's i think it's a it's a task of love in a way uh, in 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 my eyes um when i think about black women um that tap in in that way um to sort of corral us um, in a sense with their words, um, with that understanding, because um, that's kind of what I get and what I feel um, as as well from from that work. Um, it's beautiful. It's like, it feels like a warm hug um, of understanding. Um, graceful, beautiful piece. I really appreciate that deeply. Yes, yes. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. So, I wanted to ask B. Elise a question. That was, that was dope. I definitely agree with everything that, um, that he said as well. So, yeah, way to go, Mariah. I like that. Yeah, big up, Mariah, pushing that pen, man, with purpose. And you do the same thing, Miss B. Elise. Um, I want to switch it over to you for a second. You, um, you had the JB experience. And you were interviewed by the prolific Jason Bourne. Um, R.I.P. to that, dear brother. Um, yeah, R.I.P. Indeed, definitely, indeed. definitely a major loss um, to the, the indie community. Like, yeah, he was really one of those people that actually, actually cared. Like, he actually mm-hmm. put together platforms that actually produced something. Yes, um, yes, yes, um, yes. Real blow to, yeah. to the community. Indeed, movers recognize movers, um, as you said, and and you guys cross paths uh, as yeah. such. Um, at the undergroundhiphopblog.com, um, you he asked you about your hit song, uh, actually, I'm booming, um, and you explained that the song was written in 2014 but not released yet. Um, I want to know, like, what what did you take away from seeing the actual reception to the song? You know, once it started to grow legs and went public and how people received it um, versus how you felt about it originally. What did um, you take away from seeing all that? It just made me not be so much in my head. You know, it mm-hmm. taught me to not, mm-hmm. to not think so much because I didn't like the song at all. I did not like, mm-hmm. it. I didn't like it at all. It didn't come out. It didn't come out how I wanted it. Yeah, the way it is, that's not how I intended it. Like, I did not like it. <laughs> I'm about to the producer um, who did the track, Young Stokes. Um, mm-hmm. 
very talented. I told him, I said, I don't like this. We got to finish it. He's like, it's finished. It sounds finished to me. So let me just wrap it up and give it to you. I'm like, stop playing with me. Like, I don't, I, I'm going to come back and finish it. But, you know, time went on and I was just with mm-hmm. the song and I didn't let nobody hear it until like two years later. And then somebody okay. was like, yo, this this is dope. What you talking about? Like, this is fire. You, you, you got this album? Like, it's on iTunes? I'm like, no. I'm like, it's not good. It was like, no, hold on. And then, you know, just letting other people hear it, passing yeah. it along, just seeing, you know, their, their response to it. That made me be like, okay, mm-hmm. so I guess, let me see. It's and I put it out right. and, 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 you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's still rising. It's still growing. It's mm-hmm. growing every day. The views are always growing. Um, I still have mm-hmm. people hit me up randomly. Like, I love your song. Like, even yeah. after, like, at this point, I'm like, yeah, nobody cares. But then somebody will pop up and be like, yo, I love your song. I got downloaded. They screenshotting <laughs> it. And, you know, just the other day, somebody made, like, um, a TikTok video. I'm like, yo, that's okay. dope. <laughs> like, I do not know this person, that's but some way, somehow, they got my music in. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's huge, yo. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, there's reason to celebrate there, man. Um, I think it's a great, it's a, it's a beautiful project. Um, I love the sound. Um, I like the joint. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to add, I wanted to get your take on that because you had something in the in the treasure chest and didn't want to let out and then boom, there's the gold and here it is shining. Um yeah. so that's beautiful that it's doing what it's doing. Um do you have something that you can share with us? Yeah, I have I have a whole bunch of stuff I can share with you guys. <laughs> um well, that depends on what you would like to hear. I could play um, a song of mine, or I could um, just recite whatever you're in the mood for. I'll recite another another poem. Okay. Yeah. All right. The mic is yours, dear. Where is it at? Just bear with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No problem. While you're looking for that, I did have a question for you. How do you mm-hmm. prefer to write? How do you prefer to write? Pen, paper, or type? Um, how I prefer how I write most of the time is I'll write in my notes because it's, it's convenient. How I prefer to write is with, with a pen. Welcome, and Nala. Peace. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Peace. That's all right. I'm, Nala just joined us. How you doing, Miss Nala? I'm doing well. I apologize for the delay. You know, a 20-minute emergency store run turned into an hour because of all of this stuff going on. So, you know, but I'm happy Glad to you're here. here. <laughs> yeah, I'm very glad that you that you made it and um, that the situation um, worked itself out. I hope that it did. Um, yes. And appre- yeah, appreciate you still coming on the program um, despite whatever it took to get here, I was definitely looking forward to having you on. So thank you so, so very much. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, let me do this properly. Welcome to the show, Tamani Rain. Welcome, Tamani. Um, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. You are I'm very just, welcome. I'm so happy to be here. As soon as you sent me that that request to be here, that invitation, I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. I can't wait. <laughs> like, it was you. Your energy is so beautiful. And, you know. I appreciate that. I was excited. I appreciate yes. It. Yeah, that's the stuff. The energy has been really, really good here. Honestly, going all the way around. 
Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, I want to thank you once again for checking out the Pod Poets Lounge. Remember, the program airs every Saturday. It's myself and three dynamic artists. And just like tonight, we have some fun with some trivia. We talk a little bit and they spit that lava, that fuego. And it's getting smoky in here. It's getting smoky and it's only going to get a little bit more smoky um, because the Elise back to you. Yes, yes, yes. You ready? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. So, all right, um, boogie. This is something Let's else go. that I wrote. It's not too long. It's not too crazy. You know. Okay. Like I said, I've been out the circuit for a moment, but yeah, here I go. Give it to uh, me. Black love, black dove. Spread your wings and show them what black does. They just wanted to crack us and then turn us into black dust. But folks, that's all backwards. Supreme rule here to back us. Thievery of weird bastards. Claim the design, but the power you have to ask us. And that's something you haven't mastered. Between your pride and your ego, we have disaster. You put the pressure on to take us away from our light. But black under pressure make diamonds, so we gonna shine bright. What's the hype? Mm-hmm. Peace or say goodnight. Babies can't sleep at night. Mama ready to fight. Daddy losing his mom. Brother clutching a nine. I'm in the corner out of order trying to press rewind. I see it right with my eyes, how we reach this decline in this world of broken homes. We started off in a tribe and we killing for these Jews and we showed them how to shine. We losing our minds, but here's the glory. It ain't the end of the story. What is first shall be last and the last shall be first. Ain't nothing like weight in the water. So who going to be hurt? That's it. Mm. Mm. Heavy. That was very heavy. heavy. That was, that was a, definitely a piece to resonate with as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's not nothing too long. Just, just, just quick and to the point, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I love your cadence and how, in a way, it was a, it was a concise poem, but it was so very much impactful. It's like everything mm-hmm. that you said in there needed to be said. So. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, black love, black power, you know. Mike, one love, definitely. You guys are lethal lyricists, man. Um, Nala, I wanted to, um, I wanted to, so you're here now. So let's just, let's get right into a little bit about you. Um, you're a writer, um, you're a spoken word artist, um, you're a mother. Yes. And (laughs) I, and I think that you wear your confidence and your magic quite gracefully. Um, Thank you. And, and yeah, and in and, and learning more about you, um, you know, I saw that in August of 2019, um, you posted a video of yourself freestyling and dancing. Um, yes. And in that post, you talked about being self-conscious to the point that it was like suffocating a part of who you are, yeah, um, which is an, so. an impassioned dancer who discovered mm-hmm. something about yourself um, that you use to propel you. I'm curious about. You know, was there someone, something or a situation, either internal or external, that influenced that change? Um, to propel myself, honestly. Yeah, to, that, that, yeah, that freedom that you found, that to be yourself. What really happened was one day, um, you know, I've, spoken word and poetry is my first 
passion. It was my first coping okay. mechanism. Um, okay. But that was something that was more influenced because my mother is a poet mm-hmm. and I just mm-hmm. happen to have the same gift, you know, and I mm-hmm. love performing and whatnot. But one thing that I had in me that nobody in my life had was dance. I always wanted to dance. Okay. When I came on every time I was mm-hmm. little, I'd be in the mirror and I kind of lost that mm-hmm. growing, um, growing mm-hmm. up. I mm-hmm. focused elsewhere. Now, I think mm-hmm. what propelled me was just this moment of not feeling completely um, satisfied with mm. going to all of the events and doing all of these things. And there was one day that um, I went to a poetry event. It was actually not mm-hmm. just a poetry event. It was an open mic event. I, mm-hmm. I can't remember her name. But this dancer got on stage and she did a dance to one of the other artists' poems. And it was Mm -hmm. one of the most beautiful things I've ever watched. Mm. And it kind of reminded me of like, wow, I'm a poet. I could be dancing Mm -hmm. to my own poetry. Why am Mm. I not doing this Mm -hmm. again? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I got home and turned on some music and, you know, just in my vibe because music is an everyday part of my life. Okay. Um, I just okay. Got into like the elites. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it's like I always say, I'm like I have music for breakfast. <laughs> I don't. I don't do anything before I turn on music. So you know, I kind of just okay. found myself dancing again. I found the perfect song of something came on okay. my playlist, and I started moving, and I felt myself. I felt the passion grow again. I felt myself realize yeah. how much I missed dancing and dancing seriously and using that as something to cope to help me heal and to help like bring me forward and you know I was in the mirror and it was I think what it was was kind of like the outside influence but the internal experience of seeing myself in the mirror Uh remembering that like you this is the gift you have it's not something that you have to worry about whether or not anybody's mm-hmm. watching you and mm-hmm. i kind of learned to grasp that concept of dance like no one's watching because if i don't mm-hmm. do that i'm always going to worry about whose eyes are on me mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and those eyes could be so so heavy um right. i want to know do you have um do you have something that you can share with us a, pe- a poetry piece a po- mm-hmm. yep of course I do. Of course I do. <laughs> awesome, um, awesome. Actually, the um, the piece that Bialis just did that was so beautiful and heavy. I have a little layup for you, so I hope okay. you can resonate with me back. <laughs> um, okay, okay. No doubt. Yeah. You so ready? This piece, yes, I am ready. Okay. Thank you. So once again, my name is Tamani Rain. Um, I'm a spoken word artist out of Connecticut. And Mm -hmm. um, this piece that I'm going to do is called Ancestrains. I dedicate it for the recent um, Ahmaud Aubrey and Breonna Taylor that just passed from this realm for all the craziness and brutality and Mm -hmm. um, all of the other brothers and sisters who have been laid to rest for the same reasons. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. (laughs) Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. It's a new life for me and 
feeling like history is on repeat. And living in this ozone is killing me. Chemicals causing climate change. These feathers can't bear the weather flying south in summer because winter stays upon us. Man, I might need a corona. Hold the virus. The evils dancing in daylight, dark skin disappears in the night when black right spaces blues, left field feelings fiercely battered and bruised boots pressing chest to cement forced me to submit to the charges planted in my pockets just because I didn't make a three-second stop, man. History <laughs> is on repeat. It's insane. <laughs> We're stuck between pleading guilty to lower our sentence or being one less percent on the U.S. census, see, since a youth. <laughs> I never thought it made sense. Why were they counting diversity? Then I seen population control immersing into my ghetto. They sing medical marijuana with doses of fentanyl, fitting all this pain from ancient ancestrains that cycle through modern day Jim Crow states. Do it for the gram and hit the woe, cause shucking and jiving ain't in style no more. Stuck in this historic cycle, shackled in gold chains, stay strapped in the mind state that a Jesus piece doesn't change your worship of a European entity. Material slavery is masked as money mentality, more like lack of morality, stuck in stereotypes, dividing our psyche into the common denominator. Moderating complacency, I refuse to face my people's retreats as if we are not living gods. The prophecies of Sankofa, reviving our roots, taking back our truth, we were not made in an image. Mm -mm. We're original depictions, pieces of the creator, able to create live revolution, mm -hmm. supremacy, demolition, but historic redundancy mm -hmm. keeps we staying stagnant in, quote, peace walks and riots, waiting in rainy ruminations, ringing round realities, run rancid, racing through time, taking tolls, totaling to toll tags, tax from fear, fiercely firing from trigger-happy frenzies, faking as an alternative affirmation, ascending asinine acidic answers, spitting contradicting common sense confused as consciousness causing continuation of cancerous communications keep creating <laughs> criminal convictions conducting from mm -hmm. concoctive correlations that can't compute to rational mishaps modified as misconstruing miscellaneous misconduct <laughs> more so immorals imagining immortal insanity encrypting insecurity of our being entrapped in intentionally interchangeable incentives exchanged in increments of ensnared descriptive inscriptions subliminally instilling the willie lynch system through cycles of incarceration Police brutality, radio hot 93.7. We wrap ourselves to heaven, wonder how much money you got, a lot. How many problems you got, a lot. How many times <laughs> you've been shot, too fucking many. Historic redundancy, the food for thoughts we're fed on the news is strange fruit, contained with cyanide seeds, slowly poisoning and hallucinating us with dreams that these minimal compromises. Equate to being free and birds flying high, you know how I feel. Mm. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me, it's a new dawn. It's a new day. 
It's a new life for me. But I'm still feeling like history is on repeat. Thank you. I love that. I love that. I love the content. Yes. Dope piece, dope piece. Thank you so yeah. much. When I actually originally wrote that piece, I had I had so many poems in my mind that I wanted to write. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, I could write about this and I can write about that. I can write about this. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, all of this kind of just goes back to the same subject that everything is repeating itself. And mm-hmm. that's when that poem kind of came out. I'm always fascinated by the process of how poems actually come together. Um, I know for me, it, it really, really varies. Sometimes even just the way a poem, a poem starts. I've had poems that I just like blurted out something. I blurted yeah. out something. And those first few lines were said specifically a certain way. And it, it can't be said any other way. And mm-hmm. that set the tone and got the ball rolling. For all the subsequent stream of thoughts and ideas that would come later on. Um, and yeah, I wrote some of my favorite pieces that I've written um, and that people really receive um, quite well uh, that yeah. way. So it's fascinating how they come together. That's dope. I, I love that definitely, piece. Yes, I can definitely resonate with that um, with that same uh, concept because I've had mm-hmm. moments, my poem, I'm Not a Poet, that I told you about um, yes, yes, earlier. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. that piece is exactly how that started. So how that came out. Yeah. Very relatable. Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it. My pleasure. My absolute pleasure. All right. So now that you are present, uh, Timani Rain, you are getting into the game. So you're going to start you um, in, uh, in round two. Mariah is entering round two with five points. Give it up for Mariah one time. Let's go, Mariah. <laughs> and uh, be Elise with four points. All right. I got it. Ladies, ready up. to go? Yeah, you got to catch up. Yeah. I'm going to give you a chance. <laughs> gonna... All right, Mariah's ready. Be Elise, you ready to go? Yeah. Trivia adjusted? All right, boom. Okay. Okay. So this round is going to be a little bit different. Um, I've got categories for you, uh, for you guys to choose from. Um, I'm going to ask the question. Um, I'm going to ask the question and you can all answer. And I also might do one where I'll ask a specific poet, the question and only expect the answer from that poet. Um, if there's anybody in the audience that might be listening for you, um, I will give you a lifeline. If, if you want to phone a friend in the chat, they can call up. We have an extra line. Um, and they can help you answer the question for the ones that I ask you specifically. Good with that? Okay, okay. Yeah, that, that, works. Works. that works. All right, so here we go. I'm going to... You guys see the categories in the chat? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right, so here we go. Timani, we're going to start off with you, love. What category would you like? Um... <laughs> I think I'm going to go with tell me in a few lines. Tell me in a few lines. Okay, got it. First question. 
So you're going to tell me who the author is that wrote the poem after I share a few lines of the poem with you. Okay. Okay. This one, um, this was just for Timani. So here we go. Which author wrote this? Quote, I love you, my dear, so much. And not just because you are so hot. Though that is true as such. But your love has got me caught. Since we first met that Easter Sunday. Of you alone have I ever thought. Was this written by Petrarch? For A. Or B. Dante? Or C. Uh, Ovid 13? Or D. Catullus? Uh, this is a tough one because I'm actually not sure. <laughs> um, is there anyone? You, it's up to you if you want to reach out to anyone in the um, chat. See if they uh, can help. Let's see. Let's see. Is there anyone in the chat here for me? <laughs> let's see. <laughs> anyone? Um. I they're leaving you they're leaving you out to dry here they're leaving you yeah, this is all you, you. you gotta... this is all me but it's okay it's okay <laughs> so I'm going to something has me leaning towards C Ovid okay no that one is not correct uh... yeah, that was not correct unfortunately okay. mm, alright but Ugh. we need to get you on the board Okay, yeah. we're gonna get you on the board. Um, let me shoot this question to you, because I I kind of started with some easier questions, right, ladies? Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting them. You're not. You're not. You have some easy questions. You're not doing something in there too. So don't even. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, I'm gonna shoot this uh this question to you. Hopefully, um, this will be a easy one for you. Get you on the board here. Okay. What famous poem begins with the line, Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary? Was that A, The Raven, B, Paul Revere's Ride, C, The Dance of the Living, or D, The Ghost of Biggie? Now, you may be able to eliminate... Huh? I, I got it. It's the Raven. <laughs> yes. That's I love that one. Uh, <laughs> that is a that's a poem of my childhood, Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> yes, Miss Edgar Allan Poe. All right, awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay. The Elise, you are up, my dear. What category for you? Uh let me see. Let me see. What <laughs> uh, musician, poet, both? That's that's the category. Yes. Musician. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me go with that. Musician, poet, or both. Okay. Yeah. So these poetic lines are taken from songs by well-known musicians, who can also be considered poets in a musician's world. First question, or first uh, first song line. Soft spoken with a broken jaw. Step outside, but not to brawl. Autumn's sweet 
we call it fall. I'll make it to the moon if I have to crawl. And with the birds, I'll share this lonely view. Hey, peace, Jimmy. Welcome, welcome. So here's some information for you. I just posted in the chat about this particular line or a series of lines. Is it A, Bob Dylan? Is it B, Elton John? Is it C, Stevie Wonder? Or is this from D, Anthony Kiedis? This is just for B, at least. Man, I don't feel like it's Stevie Wonder. Okay. All right. Um, okay, I see how you're working. I don't. I'm gonna say Elton John because he be he be he speak like that. Okay, good guess, good guess. This one is actually Anthony Kiedis. I didn't. I don't know who that is. That's why I didn't think of who that is. I was like between the three. That's not Stevie. Bob, he might say something like that, but he's too folk and he's like a little more, you yes, know, you know, let's not let's not fight too much. Elton John would say some raunchy things <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, yeah. Can I, I chime like in and ask, yeah. is, it, is Anthony Kiedis a part of the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yes, he yeah. is. That, you see, that's why I couldn't get a call. I'm like, that's a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay. Mariah Scott, what category for you, my dear? Quotes and mo quotes. All right. I got you. Who said this? She know she can love and be loved like this, if only by herself. Was this said by our dear sister, Gwendolyn Brooks? B, Rita Dove, C, Mahogany Brown, or D, Bill Scott? She know she can love and be loved like this, if only by herself. Gwendolyn Brooks, Rita Dove, Mahogany Brown, Jill Scott. Okay. I'm going to help you. I'm going to start the timer. I'm going to start the timer. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, now I'm supposed to have one because I nobody else got time, and now I'm getting time. All right, you know what? I start it with you, but I'm gonna make sure everybody gets a timer now. Not where I do okay. it like that. It's okay, only about, about ten seconds. Nothing serious. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't, um, I, you know what it is. I don't want anybody googling things. I would, I know you wouldn't do things. I know you wouldn't do anyway. Um, searching for the answer. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Right. I'm just kidding. But here we so, go. Ten. Nine, eight, 
Four. Read a dove. Three. Read a dove? No, this one was mahogany brown. I was gonna say Not mahogany brown. I wanna stop second guessing myself. <laughs> I'm gonna stop second guessing myself. I wanna stop doing that. Yes, yes, you do. You do, you know it. Okay. So still at five points on the board. Um Mariah Scott be at least four points. Timani, one point. Chance to get some more. Category for you, Timani Rain. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> let's see, let's see. I think I think the category I'm gonna go is the quotes category as well. Quotes okay. and mo quotes. Okay, I've got something for you. Okay. Don't wanna be your Bonnie to your Clyde. Mm-hmm. Baby, they died. I was thinking we could maybe make it to forever. Is this mm. from A, Sarak, B, Saraya from The Voice, C, MC Light, or D, Megan D. Stallion's up and coming rapper, Mega Pony? <laughs> First of all, that last one is definitely not it. Um, Are you sure now? Are you? No, I'm saying, go ahead. <laughs> I want to say that is Sarak. Okay, good guess. Oh, but damn. this one, <laughs> this one is Soraya from wow. The Voice. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to just sneak it in there. It could have it, like, it it it, it could have rolled to you. That sounds that sounded like something Sarah would say because I love her. <laughs> dope artist, dope artist. Both are dope, Sarah and Sarah. And an MC yes. like Pioneer. We already know. And Megan D standing out there doing a thing. But Mega Pony, I don't know that that's a real person. So let's just not even deal with that one. Okay. <clears throat> Next is the Elise. What category for you? Um, I'm gonna go with my my same category I picked last time. Okay. All right. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Old pirates, yes, they rob I, sold I to the merchant ships minutes after they took I from the bottomless pit. But my hand was made strong by the hands of the Almighty. We forward in this generation. We forward in this generation triumphantly. (laughs) You sure it's not Peter Tosh? I don't don't know, bro. I heard that from Bob Marley, Redemption (laughs) Soul. <laughs> yeah, you shot the side of the car. You know this one. Hey, <laughs> that—that's crazy. You said Peter Tosh. <laughs> you know, I got nervous. Like, wait, hold on. Oh, I could give you all the answers. It could have right. been, but nah, Bob Marley. I know that's redemption song. So yes, facts, facts. That's redemption song. But it could have been a Idonia and the JOP. You never know. No, it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been. Never mind. Don't worry about that. Don't you even <laughs> worry about that. 
Okay. Mariah, please give us a category. Can I be best poetry jam? I just want to see what this entails. If my my poetry slam is up there to be trying to do it. (laughs) Okay. What year did Deaf Poetry Jam start? Was it A, 2002, B, 2003, C, 2005, or D, 2000? She thinking. I want to say, yes, I am. I want to say, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it started in 05. Okay, good guess, good guess. This one is actually 2002. 2002. Wow. Yeah, was and just, it was a dope I, show. Uh, oh, I was about to ask if it was just for Mariah. <laughs> yes, that one was just for her, but you know what? Let's go ahead and switch it up a little bit right now. Um, and anyone can answer the question, but I'll ask a particular um, uh, artist the uh, category. And I think... Uh, let's see. I think you're up, um, Imani. Okay. okay. Uh, what category for you, Imani? Uh, I'm gonna do. <laughs> you remember? You remembered how how I told you how to say my name? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just, Imani. Imani. <laughs> it's my okay. Bad. It's okay. Um, you know who you're talking to. That's all that matters. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Death Poetry Jam. Okay. Okay. Question for you. Who was the first host of Deaf Poetry Jam? Was it A, Taylor Swift? Was it B, was it B, freestyling, basement vibing, Big Tigger? Was it C, Martin Lawrence? Or was it D, most definitely most deaf? Can we all answer? <laughs> Anyone can answer. Yep. It's, it's most deaf. Most deaf. You said most definitely most deaf. Like you, like you answered the question. Is it most deaf? It's most deaf. Most definitely most deaf. Because Martin did the, the comedy. Right, right. Tigger was in the basement mm-hmm. on BET. That was a different platform. And Tiffany mm-hmm. and Taylor Swift completely Wasn't different even platform. Taylor Swift like, is is Taylor. That's just disrespectful to the culture now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But um, death, you guys are funny. How could it be Death Comedy Jam if it ain't most death? <laughs> there you go. The deduction skills here. I appreciate. Because I am, I, I want you guys, I want some of them to be easy, but I definitely want you guys to think about some of these as well. So, next question coming at you. Quick check on the scoreboards. Mariah leading with six. Timani with two points. And B. Elise on Mariah's tail with a close, uh, actually, it's tied. You got six I, points. I Definitely yes, yes. Okay, okay. I carry the one and do the math, so they tied here. See, now there is. <laughs> what happened? Word. We both can eat. <laughs> exactly. Now, 
there is a good chance that in coming shows, um, I'm going to be working with um, other platforms to uh, expand the brand a little bit and, and try to uh, feature some of the artists that uh, appear here on the program um, that win maybe um, or a combination of winners and just guests and feature them um, on other platforms. So I'm t- in talks right now to try to partner uh, with some um, some people doing some things uh, on IG and other things uh, to make that happen. So it's something that I'm kind of putting out there uh, in high hopes that it will just, uh, it'll manifest um, so that you're not just winning simply uh, for bragging rights, um, but also to um, just push what you're doing also um, into another platform, another space, new eyes, new listeners, new viewers, um, and just try to even use this platform in a in a in a broader way for for artists and for poets um so that as you come on here i know people are listening but also like get you into another space as much as possible as well um and just keep it going so just to make it even more enriching and of more value so that is uh coming down the road hopefully very very soon um there's a good chance I, i it could happen for june and that would mean that i might be reaching out to the winner of this program um, the winner of the, all the shows for the month. Uh, we'll try to feature all the winners um, in, uh, in, in some form or fashion uh, on that other platform. So um, I know you guys are probably thinking, what's he talking about? Blah, blah, blah. But I, I'm going to just put that out there. Let that grow. Um, let that come, uh, come to me. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited about that. But the show continues. The show continues. I've got another question for y'all. Okay. Category uh, selection is is it Tamani? Are you up? I just went, so I. Oh, you just went. Yeah. Okay, Mariah. Yes. It is your turn. Um. Yes, my turn. Don't cheat now, because I messed up. (laughs) No, I'm looking for. I was going up to look for the. um, I was going up to look for the the categories. I forgot. Um, Musician, poet, or both. Okay, got that one coming up for you. Thank you for joining Muhammad and everyone else present in the room. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Okay, here we go. This one now. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. I focus on the pain, the only thing that's real. The needle tears a hole, the old familiar sting. Try to kill it all away, but I remember everything. Who said this, is this musician thing? and poet is it a johnny cash is it b dame dash is it c an early artist off cash money records called no popo the poet was what? it <laughs> d <laughs> tony 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 johnny cash no johnny cash yeah <laughs> i was i was, I was <laughs> I knew it off the first line. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Yes. All of you are correct. Okay. Be Elise. Category, please. Okay. Let's see. We can do. I'm going to stick with my category. <laughs> okay. Um, 
and that's musicians. Okay. You know what? You know what? I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. Let's do the the terms and lingo. Okay. I got you. What term best applies to this line? The wind screamed about my window that February night. Is that A, a rhyme? Is it B, a metaphor? Is it C, just poetic lines? Or is it D, personification? Personification. personification. Oh, what that yeah. does for me. The last one, personification. Yeah, anyone can answer. Okay. Oh, yeah, personification. Yeah. Personification. Okay, okay. Facts. Facts. All right, Timani. Category for you. I'm going to do that same category. Oh, you guys all got that right. You guys all got that correct. Yes. Awesome, awesome. I think I'm going to do that same category. Okay, all right. Let's up for you here. Um, what term would you choose to describe this line? The soft sounds of the sea soothe my troubled soul. Would that be A, assonance? B, alliteration? C, euphemism? Or D, consonance? An alliteration. <laughs> How you guys uh, feeling out there, Mariah and uh, Bielis? Alliteration. Alliteration. Okay. Alliteration it is, yes. Okay. Category for you, Mariah. Let's go back to that poetry jam. Okay. In 2007, Deaf Poetry Jam ended. The show often ends in this signature way by Russell Simmons where he does this. Is it A, appear briefly as a hologram and spits fire haikus? Is it B, he walks on stage reciting a different lengths and used line every time? Or is it C, he thanks people for coming out, says God bless you, good night? Or is it D, he walks out and simply thanks everyone and says good night, my peeps? C. Which one of these? B-L-E says C? Wait, wait, what was he again? What was he? Uh, thanks them for coming out. Says God bless you. Good night. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, I think so. And I think he bows sometimes. Yes, and he. Yup. What do you think, Mariah? Tell me what. Tell me what B is again. I'm sorry. One more time. B is he walks on stage reciting a different length and use line each time. Okay, let's go with B. You're going to go with B? And I say C. Okay. God bless you. Good night. C is correct. And I think he did He did the same thing for Deaf uh, Comedy uh, Jam yeah. as well. Um, yeah, I believe so. He'll come out. He'll come out like spooky. Like, hey, hi. Right. Come on, no way and go back out, back in. 
Yeah, that's his thing. They would always try to, uh, Martin would always try to get him to uh, stay out a little bit and say a little few, few extra yeah, words. Yeah, because he don't he say anything. Didn't do it. <laughs> they used to make me aggravated. I'm like, why come on? You might as well stay behind the curtains. Like, we know this is your stuff already. <laughs> like, so, yeah. They used to get me mad oh, a little man. bit too. Oh, man. I used to love those shows, yo. Martin was a dope host. Oh, man. Nostalgia. It's a hell of a drug. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we're looking good. Six points for Timani, nine points for Bialise and Mariah with eight points. Okay, I'm feeling good. How you guys feeling out there, all right? I'm catching up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. All right, I have a couple more questions. Um, Mariah, I wanted to to ask you um, about your show. Um, I really like your talk show, uh, Mondays with Mariah, uh, and thoroughly enjoyed your interview with um, Soraya from NBC's The Voice. Um, your show comes on uh, on YouTube at 7 p.m. on Mondays. Can you tell us um, a bit about your show? And um, um, I guess with some brevity, um, how you honed in on what you wanted to make your show about? Mm-hmm. Um, so I can start with what the what we do on the show. So currently what we are doing is we offer um, quick pro tips for creatives who are in the beginning stages of transforming their passion into profession. So I invite mm-hmm. on industry experts as well as celebrities to provide further best practices on what that transition um, looks like and how you can make it more effective. Um, And I'm going to be expanding the talk show to really hone in on creatives who specifically Mm -hmm. want to use art for community development. So for me, I have always been about um, my personal mission as an artist is to use my art as a catalyst for change in the lives of others. Mm -hmm. So I've always Mm -hmm. seen how the art plays a pivotal role in community Mm -hmm. development. That can be um, mental health, that can be, you know, enrichment, education, things of that nature. So I really Mm -hmm. want to hone in on those who are trying to make an impact because, Mm -hmm. you know, even if we're thinking about the times right now with COVID-19, we really should be focusing on how we're sustaining black and brown communities. A lot Mm -hmm. of budget cuts are happening, right? And yeah. and so, still the most you know, impacted community as well. Right. And we're going to be the most, and we're still the most impacted community. And I can take education, for example. Um, public education right now is, is in the talks in the workspace of the town hall I've been on. Um, it's mm-hmm. going to be cut probably by 50%. You know, public mm-hmm. school, public, public education was already defunded, right? Because yeah. of Title I, depending on the area, um, and taxpayer mm-hmm. dollars. So mm-hmm. we don't want to have a population, some of who already feel less than, so even mm-hmm. more less than, because they don't have access to enrichment programs. And the talk right now is there might not be an opening of schools next fall. They might continue to do it virtually. So how as okay. we as creatives and artists can really make sure that we're being proactive and making sure yeah. that we're still offering, you know, some of these services to, the, to our student population. I commend you um, so, so much uh, for the work that you're doing, um, <clears throat> both um, behind the mic and, and on the mic um, with, your, with your talk show and your platform um, and the things that you're ventilating and, and, and talking about. Um, I do think it's brilliant. Absolutely. Um, and so does uh, Empress Poetry. 
Um, really, really commendable work. Um, sister, I, I hope the divine continues to bless you um, in your endeavor uh, as you do uh, what you do. Um, can you please share another piece with us? Will you delight us? Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out which direction I should go. I'm, and um, I'm also trying to figure out like what people are feeling, you know. I know we've done okay. a lot of political poems. I know for me mm-hmm. personally, um, you know, my, you know, when Black Boys Cry and also like my dear ex poem. So I'm trying to gauge mm-hmm. if I should okay. do like Switch it up on us. Poem. Yeah, you know, like a little lighthearted <laughs> poem or I should like, you know, stick with, you know, close to the pain. Um, what, do you, what are you doing? Me? Don't, don't say I want anything. <laughs> or it's up to That's you. what I'm supposed to say, though. No. I'm supposed to say it's all up to you. It's all up to you. How no, y'all feeling no. in the chat? Yeah, how you feeling in the chat? You yeah, be at least. What are you thinking? Timani, how you guys mm-hmm. feeling right now? What do you guys want to hear? My personal advice is, is I always go by, you know how as writers, every once in a while, we'll have those couple of lines of ours that'll just randomly pop up in our head or we'll be in a place where we're like, oh, this poem will fit perfectly. What's the poem that's been popping up the most lately? Okay. Okay. Mm. That's the one that's... B, what you doing? Sorry, Nala. I love it, but I don't have one that... Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have one that's been popping up in my What's, what's you uh, say? What you feel? You have something introspective? Do I have to introspective to perform? Or I'm sorry, what, what was the question? I thought we were trying to get Mariah to perform something. Yeah. Oh, that's what I asked Mariah. <laughs> you ready, Mariah? Um, I think I think you should go. You should go. You should perform something. I mean, definitely uh, what 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 Nayla said as far as like you know, the first thing that that comes to your head, like that line that's always coming up. But if nothing pops in your head, how you feeling? Go with what you feeling, and then recite something based off of that. Like right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, B. Um, you too. Love of a father or peace king or king. I have to pick. I'll say Love and a Father. Yeah, you gotta pick. All right. Love and a Father. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Give it to this us. This is also on my This is also on my poetry album. That is changing on all platforms. Evolution of Love? Evolution of Love, yes. All right. I hung a portrait of you. Next to the stained glass memoir of your legacy, I kept record of every time you wished your textbook could amount to the infinite number of I love you. You had something from your chest. I know it wasn't easy. Being black men to this world and father to us, I could never imagine what it does to your psyche when your skin is considered lethal, when America would rather lynch your integrity, make jealousy of your skin than to embrace your humanity, daddy. I saw as you baptized your emotions into a sea full of unforgiving water. I watched as you sacrificed your comfort to become the perfect image of a father you never had. I called you my superman. 
As I watch the bullet holes of your depression become your kryptonite, your once gentle touch became corpse-like on my skin. I saw you die in time. The moment God gave your angel her wings and left you with a portrait of her image every time you glanced at yourself in the mirror, Daddy. I wondered how many times you had to coexist in a space you were never wanted. How many times you had to role play to perfect this idea of masculinity, a label society gave you before you had the opportunity to define it for yourself. I wondered if you would ever be judged, ridiculed, viewed as less than a man because your greatest sacrifice was loving us unconditionally, even when society told to love you under the conditions you could provide and not wish. Mm -hmm. I wish I could swallow the hourglass and make time stand still to tell you. I'm sorry, America may never view you as the father I've known you to be, the same father who told me I was beautiful, so I wouldn't have to murder my self-esteem just to resurrect it, the same father who told me that if I could treat myself to compliments and roses to impress me, a man would have to come to the table with something greater, the same father who told me the only time I should bury my dreams as if I knew they were seized with the potential to grow, daddy. I'm sorry I never told you that you are my life. And whenever I'm around you, I feel gay. And when I'm away from you, I feel lost, daddy. I'm sorry I never told you that I saw America play double dust with your emotions for so long. The simple spark in your eyes have gone and left you questioning if your life would ever become bearable again, daddy. I'm sorry I never told you. Cause you don't have to worry so much anymore. Being black man to this world and father to us helps me realize when the roles have been reversed and sometimes your childhood hero needs a moment to be human. So here is the moment. Your baby girl, raised to be queen, can finally stand on her own. Thank you. That's beautiful. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful piece. Yes, yes. I, I, I like how you always end your piece with thank you. <laughs> I, just, I just end it. And it's so graceful. <laughs> I, and it, I don't know. It, it might be like where I grew up, but it's, you know, one of the things that I will never take for granted is you never have to listen, yeah. right? Um, but you choose to make that decision. So I have to thank you for even just giving me an opportunity and just listening to my work. So I appreciate you for doing that. The emotion depicted in that piece. It's like I can't it's like I can't see your face, but it's like it's like you're crying through your words and it's it was definitely beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you, I appreciate it. Make sure y'all catch that on Evolution of Love. Yes, yes. All right. So I, playing in the background. Appreciate you already know. You already know. <laughs> Listen, I I want to because we're, we're we're coming up on nine uh, nine p.m. and I asked you guys to to chill with me for two hours. So I'm I'm going to end the show at nine. Um, but I want to get two more um two more pieces uh, if I can. Um, one from um one more from Bialise and one more from um from Nala. Now, um, yeah, so real quick question for you, Nala, and then um, if you can share something for us. So I wanted to ask you, um, and I guess, I guess you could try, your, try um, 
to to answer it as briefly as you can, just uh, in the interest of time. But I, I thought about this question for you. Um, so we know it's important to um, to remain present um, and in the now uh, for mindfulness reasons. Um, but if you could, if you could use your mind for two minutes to go back and talk to a younger version of yourself, what age would you go back to? Mm. And what is one thing you would tell yourself in that two minutes? And then please share a poem. I would go back to the age of 17. Okay. And what I would tell that young girl is that not everybody who comes at you and seems like they're attacking you are attacking you. Sometimes they have mm. your best interest. Sometimes they don't understand. And you, and even though you yourself know you're far beyond your young years, you they're not going to always understand that in this moment of protecting your younger self. So that mm-hmm. is something I would definitely tell her to, you know, li- listen yeah. to the elders, listen to the energies around you, trust your intuition, because even as an adolescent, we still have intuitions and, you know, the concept right. of right and wrong and morality. And, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's the number that I always say, if I can go back to my 17 year old self, I pull myself mm-hmm. right off the edge of 17. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's powerful. It's powerful. Thank you. All right. Do you have uh, something you could share with us? I do. I do. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, let's see. So I'm. I can, yes. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm sorry. Okay. I think I'm going it's all right. to do. Since I mentioned it earlier, um, I'm going to do it. It's the one that I told you about earlier. So this piece is called I Am Not a Poet. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) I am not a poet. I do not write to entertain. I write for me and it just so happens to be entertaining. You may even find it a bit humorous. But ain't shit funny about these lyrical games, contingents and restraints, holding on to the last bit of my sanity. Apparently, though, I keep my head high. These lines become distorted from the rivers I cry. I am not a poet. I have a twisted gift of telling my trauma, speaking in tongues of rhyme from time to time I resent it, even though it's therapy. Pressing ink into page as thin as my skin, it's acupuncture. The way each stanza pinpoints memories of past lives I thought committed suicide. I am not a poet. I'm reliving my karmic debts over and over again through a pen. Pent up who's, what's, and when's, wondering how my disasters can be written as masterpieces yet. I'm still looking for my peace and healing words to wrap round wounds too deep to dig into. Unless I'm with a muse. It's amusing. Mm. I am not a poet, but poetry comforts Mm. me in ways no man ever could. She fucks my soul, electrifies my psyche. She pours sunshine into rainstorms that prey on me. Every time I pray, I won't go through this shit no more. I am not a poet. I've just always been a little too inquisitive. 
Have you guys ever heard the phrase "curiosity killed the creative," or was it overthinking,、mm. or putting my mental under reconstruction, resurrecting lost desires at the age of twenty-two, where two plus two equals melancholy cool, seemingly satisfied on the outside, drowning in the whirlpool of my mind because these cognitive abilities are clouded by the thoughts revolving around in gray matter, seeing my path as white and black. I am not a poet. I am walking in my power, which means I'm constantly in the dark, documenting every encounter that evokes excitement. Of emotion, I don't know how to show the world. I am not a poet, but this is my world. Left brain urges pushed through, right brain blockage, locked in a cage, chained to the balled-up papers, anchored by the secrets and fears that travel into my reality. I am not a poet.、Mm-hmm. I'm a script sorceress, and I'm damn proud. <laughs> I manifest my life whenever I read aloud these verbal vibrations. Cosmic sounds so dangerous, casting spells from impulse. These messages are magic. And it would be tragic if I were minimized by stereotypes that my words spoken on stage denounces the validity of my pain. Though I may not be a poet, poetry saves my life every day in countless ways. I make poetry a part of me. This is a curse and a blessing of my alpha and omega, an infinite timeline of vomiting vocabulary, telling my story. I am not a poet. I am the definition of poetry. Thank you. Hmm. Yes, yes. Reminds me of uh, what uh, Mariah was saying a little bit earlier.、Um, yeah. Dope, dope. Love that piece as well, as well. You, I feel、you. so lucky. I feel so lucky. <laughs> Being treated all night.、Um, I can't thank you guys、uh, again enough、uh, for taking the time for vibing with me、um, and playing this trivia game、um, and. Please, I, I know that Bealise. I know you know Mariah,、um, but I don't know if you, it's the first time、uh, that you guys are meeting、uh, Timani Rain. But I always want to encourage the networking、um, to keep the link, build a link,、um, and keep it going、um, after this. So, I do have a question for you, Bealise.、Um, and then, if you can、um, share one more thing,、uh, one more piece with us,、uh, really appreciate it.、Uh, and just so you guys know it. the The program can can continue、um, beyond nine p.m. It's not like it will、um, it will get cut off or anything like that.、Uh, just so you know,、um, so we if it goes a little bit long, maybe like nine o five or so,、um, we'll just end it there.、Um, so, be at least with with your experience.、Um, I want to ask you this: What might be your biggest、uh, level up tip that you can share、uh, with our listeners? Uh, from your experience, just period, just being in the entertainment business. Yeah.、Um, as far as I guess, I guess I would. I guess it would be in in the entertainment business if you want to sort of narrow it.、Um, but it could a level up tip that that has helped、personally. you in. Yeah, that that might have helped you personally, and it it translates to both. Um, something like that, maybe that that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, because、um, you've done it, right? You've done yeah, it, right? Yeah, I've definitely, definitely leveled up on some people.、Um, I would say, use that block button, block them, block them. But nah, seriously. Okay.、Um, <laughs> Um, seriously,、okay. um, I would say have patience.、Um, okay. That old saying, patience is a virtue. Yes.、Um, 
that's real and it's not just mm-hmm. waiting like because mm-hmm. i hate when people say that you know like mm-hmm. why you're in a rush patience is a virtue you're just saying that because mm-hmm. you want to wait pay when mm-hmm. they say that it's more so what you can endure patience is a virtue mm-hmm. you're going to endure all of that but can you and can you withstand that to get mm-hmm. to the end to get mm-hmm. to where you want to go do you have the patience enough to mm-hmm. go through all of that and still keep your essence and still keep your focus and, you know, still, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? To mm-hmm. see it to the end. So patience, have patience in that mm-hmm. regard, not just wait for, for a sign or some miraculous thing to happen. Like, yeah, you know, be patient with yourself. And I think um, that's helped me a lot, you know, just be patient with myself, um, knowing that there's a lot of stuff that's going to come my way, but it's only to mold me. Mm-hmm. And to chisel me to, you know, that mm-hmm. that state of art, that state of perfection, mm-hmm. or something close to it, I guess. But um, yeah, patience. Got you. Powerful. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Um, great nugget. Uh, that's diamond information right there. And um, block people. Block. People. Yeah, I, 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 don't I, lie. I that's the realness. Like come... you may have to block a lot of people first. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, get them out your space. <laughs> <laughs> but keep the patience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No, you're right all around. You people will suck your energy. Um, and it's important to it's not just waiting, um, but but waiting sort of gracefully, um, if I could say it that way. And as you said so beautifully, really just enduring, um, just being patient. Because you can that patience, that waiting can break you down. But if you yeah. maintain yourself, you'll be you'll be prepared for where you actually what you're actually waiting for um so yeah it's important not to lose yourself in that in that waiting process um thank you so much for for dropping that um do you do you have something else that you could share with us um um yeah, I have one. It's very old. <laughs> this one, I can't even tell you the date. It's very old. It says 2020, but that's because I just opened it. Like, it's like okay. eight years so old. So it's like fine wine. Everybody got I their guess, glass. I guess. I'm ready um, <laughs> Yeah, this is called Crooked Coppers. Um, okay. So I'm just going to go <clears throat> Crooked Coppers. Community blockers, China lockers, China stoppers. Aim at the sky when they fly in they choppers. Mob up if they mob up on one of our partners. Racist as crackers, bullied as Negroes. Hate on themselves, beat us down as a sequel. No shame in their heart when they aim at their people. Hating their mind, distorting the, distorted the perception of equal. I call them a fool, a system's fool. In the end, we still all are victims. Dirty Miss Media, Queen of Deception, through pics and linguistics with far from perception. A lowly persuasion, white domination, threatened by Asians, but where's my nation? Communities mm. embracing other forms of slavery, because true freedom's a weird sensation. We throw up a black fist to each other instead of the one we should truly be facing. What's the hesitation? The ball's in our court, so why are we waiting? Black power ain't dead, it just took a vacation. It came back more melanated, but this tan ain't never fading. With more troops allocated at more in different stations. We got an army and RBG, and no one can stop us, so let's get it together and fuck all them crooked coppers. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> 
took that from mm-hmm. Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's a dope one. That's dope my one. kind of poem. That is my kind of poem. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. I, I always I always think about, you know, the fight, um, the spiritual warfare, um, the literal warfare uh, that we as human beings are engaged in, whether we like it or not, constantly, constantly under attack, mm-hmm. constantly under attack in all areas of human activity. Um, it's a real problem. But you know what? I'm reminded of our resilience um, as a black man, as a as, as a black person. Um, as an African descendant, I'm reminded of our power. Um, and this platform, this experience, poets writing with, re- with, with reason, with purpose, the way that they do. Um, your work, each of you here on the panel, your work is, is, is really like an inspiration to me. Like a personal motivator, a galvanizing force that helps me to continue to write, to continue to speak about these things um, in my own work um, and encourage me, encourages me to have a platform where these conversations can be had. These types of um, works uh, can be ventilated and aired out so people can hear them. Um, we have a story to tell. We have a voice. Um, and I love that uh, that I'm able to facilitate that um, in this small way. Um, but it absolutely wouldn't be possible um, without you guys. Uh, it just it just would not be without the listeners, um, without the people who confide in me, the vote of confidence uh, to even accept the invitation. Uh, it means so, so very much to me. I appreciate it. Can I just yes. say that as, as to respond to that, the invitation is one of the greatest compliments that you can, that I'm sure BLEs and Mariah can agree, but it's definitely one of the greatest compliments that you can give us because it lets us know that our work is reaching somebody else, that somebody else resonates with it, somebody else is appreciating it, and they take it home with them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's one of the things that I want. Uh, My pleasure. I'm absolutely humbled and honored um, that you guys are uh, are a part of this. Um, you make it really what it is. Um, our game show. Mariah, you back online? Yes, I'm so sorry. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. A little glitch. Um, got you back. Glad that you are back. So we're going to tally up the scores because I'm going to let you guys go. Our winner for the evening is B. Elise. Let's give it up for her. With nine yes. points. Yes, yes. Thank, great, thank great you, game. <laughs> um, I, I really hope that you guys had fun. I want to thank everyone for their support, for tuning in. Um, I hope you had a, a, a memorable time. Um, I welcome your feedback uh, and your questions as always. Shout out to our sponsor, CompuFix Solutions. You can visit them at CompuFix.net to book your on-demand help desk tech. And whether you enjoy just listening or vibing in the chat, I can't wait to have you back at the Pod Poets Lounge. So spread the word and follow me on IG at Knockwell Poetry. You can donate to support this program via Cash App, dollar sign Knockwell Poetry. And a very special thanks to our guest artists for stopping by. Big them up one more again. Yes, yes. 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 
It was a true pleasure having you all on the show, evidenced by the smile on my face. Please stay safe, my pod peeps. Stay positive. Have a great night and take good care. Peace. Catch the Pod Poets Lounge every Saturday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You don't want to miss these dope poets. Listen on Spotify, Anchor, and listen live on Podbean.